really dig the uh, the new intro we selected. Great job. Yeah. Great job. Really like yeah, uh, what yeah, you yeah. selected there. Found this. This is one, you know, the uh, credits, if you're watching the YouTube, uh, the credits are there because it was one who actually paid for the licensing for this one. So uh, there it is. Credited in there. there. But yeah. But I figured, you know what, you know, if we're going to do it right, go to somebody who actually does this and, and, uh, you know, pay them for their art, right? Let them help Mm -hmm. make a living, right? Instead of like finding something and who knows if I should have given credit or royalties, right? You got to do it the right way, Tom. You got to do it the right way, which is how we always do things here. On the All Elite yeah. wrap up, yeah, ish. Uh, every every week, right here, Wednesday Wednesday nights. We Normally do it we do when this, we can. Yeah. We do it when we, we can. Normally, it. we do this Thursday nights, but we're gonna do it this week, right after Dynamite on Wednesday night, because uh, my son Swim Trunk, Swim Trunk, as we call him here, uh, he decided he wanted to have a birthday tomorrow. I guess so. We gotta go take him out. Uh, you know, give him some food. Yeah. How dare you and your wife? have a fucking kid when on the day that you know we record yeah, well like, i mean every couple of years it would just happen to like well that's i just bullshit. shouldn't have had kids is that yeah, what, yeah you know right? <laughs> bullshit, yeah man. you know what i mean uh, i mean there's many a times i've said over the course of raising these kids where i've been like i shouldn't have had i shouldn't have done this i, I wasn't fit mm-hmm. to be a parent i shouldn't have had kids <laughs> other people have said have that about this. you as well yeah other people probably have yeah judges no. lawyers all right no no uh, man, no no no, 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 no. So we're going to go take him out for a birthday. Uh, and I didn't want to kind of crunch everything in. And then uh, you're going to take him out. Yeah, we're going to take him out. An old yeller. 17 is the max, there. son. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Useful no more. No, uh, he wants to eat and do the sun, you know, you know, go, oh, even go out worse. to eat and do all that. Eating. I know what he's a seventeen-year-old boy, so that'll be a nice small bill at the, the restaurant. Mm-hmm. You know, oh yeah, that'll be nice. So we got, already got Andrew in the chat saying solid show tonight, and congrats on another Super Bowl trip. That's right, the Kansas City Chiefs are going back to the Super Bowl. We are both broadcasting to you live from Kansas City. Fun fact, however, we're not in the same state or city, but we're both broadcasting to you live from Kansas City, interestingly enough. So (laughs) we are fans of the Kansas City Chiefs, and man, aren't we all? I mean, isn't everybody really? I mean, I know a lot of people don't want to admit it, and they're having internal struggles about it, and and it's coming out as outbursts of anger, right? Uh, if I can be your uh, podcast therapist here, but we're all fans of the Kansas City Chief, and we're all going to get to watch them in the Super Bowl again. Here's the thing: we set the again. record. <laughs> well, we set the record again. playing the Baltimore Ravens for the most viewed AFC Championship game ever. Ever. Not in the last five years ever. Yeah. So you can say you hate us, but you're watching. So thanks. <laughs> And we can't wait because I keep seeing, and this is the classic radio thing or podcast now as we've evolved. Classic thing to do here is, is anyone outside of San Francisco or Kansas City even interested in this Super Bowl? Yeah. Guess what, nerds? This Super Bowl is going to break all the records that it's ever had in television. So, I don't know. I don't, I'm not going to watch. Oh, I'm going to watch the Puppy Bowl. Yeah. The fuck you yeah, are. No, you're not. Yeah. The fuck you are. Yeah. So, next Sunday, not this one, but the following Sunday, you get to see two of the best teams go head to head. Big pro wrestling fan, starting tight end for the San Francisco 49ers, George Kittle, taking on the greatest tight end. Of all time, Travis Kelsey. Obviously, those are two offensive players, so they will not be actually 
facing off against each other, but you got a great defense with Fred Warner and the 49ers led by Patrick Mahomes, the greatest quarterback of all time. And then you got Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, taking on Chris Jones, the best defensive tackle, trying to win a Super Bowl so he can earn more money because of his contract. Buttonheads. It's going to be a great Super Bowl. Um, yeah, I either team can win, either team can cost themselves the game. Like it, it'll be an interesting thing. This season has been great uh, in that regard, right? Every game, you never really knew like, hey man, any any team in every game across the board in the NFL, it felt like you're like any any of these teams could screw up and lose these games. And so, we'll see what happens in the Super Bowl. Uh the one solace like that I could take if the Chiefs don't uh, uh find a way to win, which I mean, they're going to find a way to win. But if they don't, is that George Kittle would be able to like hold that trophy and give us zero miedo. We might see Penta with it someday. Like that's the only thing, but I want to go on record right now saying I don't in any way, shape or fashion at all want to see that. I want to see Patrick Mahomes. I want to see Kelsey. I want to see everybody angry about it. Tom, you, I told you, like, I didn't realize how great it feels to be hated. Like <laughs> to just all, see this lately. Oh, yeah. It's so fun. So I'm not a fan, real quick before we get into the wrestling, I am not a fan of um, the closest thing to me is my favorite thing. I don't care about my dirt. So like growing up saying local sports team, I don't give a shit. So I grew up because my favorite baseball player, that guy right there, Derek Jeter, played for the New York Yankees. Now, fun fact, not to say like I'm a Johnny come lately, I was a fan of his, his rookie year when he was sitting the bench and they lost to Seattle in the playoffs. But nonetheless, they go to win three consecutive championships in a row. Everyone here in Kansas City, and it felt so good. It felt so good to just walk down the halls of my school just feeling that hate. I fucking love it. Fucking live yeah. for it. And I always wanted my football team to be that way because I love baseball. Baseball is amazing. Mm -hmm. But if I were to rank them, if I'm being honest, football would be above baseball. And so I've always wanted the Chiefs to do that. I love the Chiefs. Derek Thomas, we can go on and on and on. I worked for the fucking sports radio station and did the post game for the Chiefs for the only sports station really that was covering them during that time period. Anyhow, so now that we're that, I can feel it again. Yeah. I'm walking the halls and I feel it again and I love it. Fuck you. Fuck I love you. it too because you know what else is coming around is all the like, oh, the refs are cheating for them and, and that sort of thing. And I just, I, I, I love it so much more now i'm just like hey listen i'm like i don't care if it's scripted and the rest are cheating i'm just happy now that we're on the side that it's being benefited for like bring it on boomy all you want i don't care mm -hmm. i'm here for I tell it you, yes yeah i tell you what uh we got a lot, really fun game um but yeah so that's been going on tim what else is going on in your world are you uh, so you got a, a son's birthday anything else happening in the wild wacky world of tim rayner <laughs> nothing too crazy man work is busy uh doing all that stuff preparing for the birthdays watching the wrestling watching the chiefs super bowl that's all i've got what about, is there anything crazy in the world of tom did you uh dude get, get elected president or what well no i told you this uh through messenger and i want to spread the gospel of sumo oh wrestling. yeah mm -hmm. it is the fucking shit i love it there's so much great technique there's fucking strength you gotta know so here's a fun fact that i didn't know as i got into it because I, I i listened to another podcast they have a discord channel we all decided 
MMA is kind of getting fucking really lame. Not the fighting, but the people. So we're like drifting away from it because it's a bunch of Trumpism. Anyhow, so we're like, sumo, let's try that, right? And we're all getting into it. It's fucking cool. But the one thing I didn't know is everyone, you know, knows a push them out of the ring, right? Well, also, another way you can lose is if you snap them down and any part of their body touches. So, like, if you were to run at me and I just hit your head down and you put your hands down to brace yourself and you fall even within the ring, I win. So, there's a bunch of, like, you can't get too low, you can't get too high, any other way. Dude. So, there's a lot of technique involved then because you can't just oh. wildly swing in and just battle ram the guy. You got to actually oh, there's this guy, move There's him. this guy. Yeah. There's this guy. Fucking love him. His name is Ura. U-R-A. He's a fucking bad boy. You know why, Tim? Because he wears pink. And I fucking love that people are set off by colors. That just warms my heart how stupid people are. But he wears yeah. pink, and so he's a bad boy. But he does the fucking thing where he does this underhook and then back dive on the fucking person. He also does this elbow crank where he just fucking breaks the guy's elbow and then walks him out. Oh, it's so fucking cool. Anyhow, he's fucking also awesome. And then Anasoto. Yeah, I said it right. Ana Soto, fucking crazy. Love this guy. He's da, 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 da. he's all about the snap downs and push outs. Fucking cool. The fucking grips they gotta get. Oh, dude, it's so. I don't know shit yet. I still don't know shit, but it's fucking rad. Oh, dude, but I, I think go we gotta market. get a YouTube video of you trying this now. Oh, yeah. I want to get you oh, yeah. in the in oh, the I outfit. Can totally. you, yeah. So, cool. This, here's the reason why I really do like it. Like genuinely like it. It's because, you know, I've been doing mixed martial arts since. 2012 right and so yeah so one of the things that you always do is called pummeling where it's like we go to chest to chest i have an underhook you have an underhook here and so then we go like this and that's how we warm up and then you start to grapple right then we're really going underhooks and and that's what sumo is obviously there's a huge collision when you first start but then everything else is that so like i kind of get it you know what i mean as far as Mm -hmm. like oh okay he's going for the overhook to grab to then you know reverse here to take his leverage or a knee pick stuff like that um so i like i i'm a little advanced as far as like what i'm looking at but the terms there's 15 leagues the top five leagues get paid the whole pro wrestling tie-in so where we get into our pro wrestling the best yoko or excuse me the best sumo wrestler is known as yokozuna and all the wrestlers that are in the top five divisions are known as Rikishis. So there you go. Oh, shows that whole Rikishi, McMahon creativity, right? That whole like. Well, that's why Rikishi <laughs> would wear the fucking right. uh, the garb that yeah. the Samoan wrestlers wore. So um, fucking love sumo. If you want to talk sumo with me, just find me some way and i'll fucking i'll talk with let's talk sumo this is what we're talking about we want to make friends we want to talk about not just all elite wrestling we can talk about whatever find us out there we have an email ae wrap up at gmail.com you can send us an email you can send us a voicemail you can send us a video mail we'll play it here on the show we'll read it here on the show we'll listen to it on the show all of those things you can send us a, a thread we're on threads at all underscore elite underscore wrap up Instagram, the same thing. Uh, send us a message there, right? Use a hashtag. I don't know. Somebody did today. We'll, we got Mr. Forthrow. We'll talk it to him. Uh, actually, well, let's just do that right now, Tom. And Mr. Hell Forthrow, yeah. we'll get this one. Uh, we'll, we'll bring this up because I don't know that you know much about what happened at this event. Mr. Forthrow says, I loved the R-Truth tag-in at the Rumble last night. I laughed so hard and enjoyed it. 
Hashtag threaten the wrap up. Um, we're gonna workshop like a, a hashtag, no, I but like I like that. That's actually pretty it's cool. long. It's threaten long. I'm gonna. It's long, but we'll, we'll, maybe we'll work on that. But I didn't watch any of the rumble. I did see that. Shocker. Shocker. CM Punk was injured. Weak mind, weak body. That's what someone just, really smart said. One to him would have right to his face. Thought that that would happen. Who would have guessed? Who would have foretold on a podcast? Yeah. That no this would well, well, again, John Moxley <laughs> said it to his fucking face. He's like, you got a yeah. weak mind and a weak body. And then guess what? He got hurt in that match. And guess what? Then he got hurt again. So, shocker. I will say, some of the best stuff to come out of this is Drew McIntyre's Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Drew McIntyre's right posts are really, really funny right now. Uh, in regards to our truth uh I, I i don't know what happened on the, the at the rumble but i will say obviously because again algorithm i see wwe clips and he can hmm, hmm i want to choose my words carefully here because i almost fucked up there um here's <laughs> where well you know because here's where uh i think we all need to and i'm not trying to be like holier than now and everyone should be going after because i fucking love trying to to be but like i love to do the suck it stuff right you know what i mean so i'm not trying yeah exactly to this day still people but can we not have the dumb black guy anymore in wrestling (laughs) look at him he's running around he doesn't know what he's doing this time like that kind of feels racist that are true yeah the black guy is always the dumb one. Right? I just, Who else is the dumb one? To me, it just doesn't even yeah, correct. To me, even if you, even if you isolate him, and nothing else around him, and watch over time, I just hasn't this given. Th- what I don't understand is, does everybody else not have diminishing returns with things? This is the same shtick and the same thing he's done. Yes, maybe he didn't tag in at a rumble before, but like. How many times does our truth come out and do something zany where I don't know what's going on before it's not funny anymore to everybody, right? Like, I just don't yeah. get why this is still a thing that we keep rolling out and people are like, God, he's so good. And I'm like, no, he's not good because he's doing the same thing that he's done for the last 14 years. It's like the Kofi spot. You know what I mean? Exactly like what it is. Oh, okay. Cool. Everybody was like, it's so amazing. I was like, it was amazing until they stopped just doing it just to do it. You stop forcing mm. it for no reason and it doesn't make sense anymore. Yeah, to me, though, it just feels like, and again, the last dumb person was an Italian guy, right? And so it's like, minorities, aren't they stupid? (laughs) And again, we used to do that with Vince, right? And Vince is gone, and Triple H is in charge. So like, bro, the fuck you doing, man? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's... Do you get what I'm trying to get at? Where it feels no, I like- do. I do get what you're getting at, and I just also, I mean, like, hey, look, if you were gonna, if we're gonna feature our truth, then I don't know, may, yeah, maybe we could do something else other than this. Like, he's, a, you well, know, the 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 our truth that I actually like that I enjoy watching. First off, was TNA Ron Killings before he got yeah. stupid, right? But there was a moment in time where I think he main evented capital punishment against John he did. Cena or whatever. It was whatever. capital punishment, yeah. But it was him and Miz, and they're like, we're fucking people up. Was this, this the water bullshit. bottle one? Was this the... Uh... I don't know. Was but this the one where... 
was he did, who got tired and needed to drink water and then they used it because people get were giving him shit i think it was him and then he okay, like maybe smacked up somebody with the water bottle so if somebody in the chat is watching this maybe am i confusing two different storylines or is this the same one but i just remember like there was one time where they trapped someone in the cage and like the security guards and stuff and they were like taking people out and was like well that's a believable like group right but this just i'm in the new day or what what is it called judgment i'm in the judgment day and they're like no you're not but but i am okay I also, again, have not watched, again, I see these things somewhat because of social media algorithms, and I get the concept of some of what's going on, quote-unquote, storyline over there in WWE, and I see that, yeah, our truth is now the black sheep wannabe member of Judgment Day, so we're doing Sami Zayn with the bloodline with our truth and the Judgment Day. Exactly. This is yeah, what we've talked about with folks where it's like, this is not hard to see with WWE. No, they do the literal same thing and change out the players sometimes. It's not like, well, yeah, storylines are you, – you can only tell so many quote-unquote stories in, in, in things. It's like, no, this is – they literally go move this player to this player to this player to this player and almost verbatim do the same thing. And that's what that feels mm -hmm. like from afar. Again, I'm not watching the particulars, so – don't I hate me, say, don't at me. But Yeah, and we'll get into the Dynamite recap right now. But I will say, as far as the dumb stuff, the only thing that actually really made me laugh that he kept doing that I kept laughing at is when he would say that John Cena was his favorite wrestler growing up. I think that's awesome. That's a really yes. good one. But other than that, no. All right, let's get into Dynamite. But there's here. plenty of ways, before we do that, there's plenty yeah. of ways to keep him humorous and a little bit like zany and saying things, but still be taken seriously and not. You know, yeah, I don't know exactly. which way is left. Yeah, 100% agree. All right, so let's get into it. So tonight, AEW Dynamite took place in New Orleans. And there was a line from Tony Storm that we're going to talk about that deals with New Orleans that almost made me pee my pants because I was laughing so hard. We'll get to it. But it started with the first time ever, which is hard to believe, John oh, yeah. Moxley versus Jeff Hardy is first time ever between John Moxley and Jeff Hardy. But did Jeff Hardy ever wrestle John Moxley's cousin Dean Ambrose? No, this is first cuz remember this is they first honor time him. ever. Yeah, they okay. honor right. they wrestled in whatever. Like they'll even say, you know, like Swerve Strickland and um uh uh who's Christian's son? I can't think of his name right now. The Oh, Nick Wayne. Pro, Nick Wayne. They even mentioned yeah. like Swerve and Nick Wayne wrestled in some Seattle promotion. Okay. So they're they're all right. honoring all that stuff. So yeah, first time ever John Moxley. Well, yeah, Jeff but Hardy. that was I mean No, but they that's Swerve Strickland and Nick Wayne. Yeah. Like this is yeah. Yeah, but they'll still honor it. Um so yeah, this took place. I'll say this. Uh it was a good match. This kind of started the precedent for me of what kind of matches we doing tonight, right? Uh, look, I don't think anyone was shocked John Moxley beat Jeff Hardy. What do you think? Yeah, I know we just had a talk where we were like, man, who knew Jeff Hardy could still go? And I'm okay, but I wasn't asking for more of it. And it, mm -hmm. again, he's not, he never, I don't see he goes out there and shits the bed. I mean, he obviously has gone out there before and shit the bed. There's very documented proof of that, but not like when he's, with it and aware, right, and sober, to just be frank. Um, so it was fine, right? But again, for what's, what purpose, right? We got 
maybe something at the end after the match, but this all just felt like throwaway, right? This is an exhibition, and did we need an exhibition of 57-year-old Jeff Hardy goes against John Moxley? Yeah, to me, not necessarily the, you know, hey, right, like Jeff Hardy, but like it was a storyline thing. There wasn't a match, and this is kind of my overall feeling instantly after Dynamite's over, of like, I I I knew everyone who was going to win. There wasn't anyone tonight where I was like, well, shit, who could win tonight? I knew yeah. every time. And, and that kind of stinks because that kind of feels like a, a little bit of AEW dark. You know what I mean? Where it's like... That- I got the same feeling across the board and we'll discuss it throughout the show. But like, I even think specifically with this match and even a couple others, like even the match participants and and what they're doing, it felt like, what did we even get out of this? Right? Like, yeah, we don't care that Jeff Hardy lost. We don't really care that, that Moxley won. Now, Mm -hmm. maybe we care about what happened to Moxley as we get there, but maybe that's it. Yeah. So after the match, John Moxley goes to shake his hand, Jeff Hardy refuses. And then, doesn't flip him off, but does the like this thing, and then huh, not the middle finger. Huh, yeah, his again. little yeah. This is when you guys are cornballs. You're just straight up cornballs. I don't come on. What are we doing there? But the interesting thing is then John Moxley goes, All right, well then get the fuck on. And he notices in the crowd there's the four CML <laughs> CMLL guys. And they start jawing at each other. And CML guys goes, well, we're going to fucking jump this ramp, which AW security, what the fuck you doing? Um, and yeah, they get where in you the ring. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they just get in the ring and they're like, hey, we're going to jump you. And Moxley's like, all right, well, let's see what happens. And then they beat him up. Uh, no Blackpool Combat Club. Must not have been there. Already yeah, on flight happens. to the next town. It happens, right? Well, so, yeah, I mean, because Brian Danielson has a match Saturday with right. one of the members from CML on, on Collision. Yep. I don't know where Yuda and Claudio were, but they weren't there either. So Moxley gets beat up by all four of them, which then 2.0, Matt Seidel and Christopher Daniels runs in to make the save. CMML, CMLL is like, ah, fucking suck it. And there we go. So potentially CMLL versus Blackpool Combat Club. We'll get some initial fighting here. CMLL versus BCC. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, this is some classic pro wrestling, right? We're going to bring in another promotions, folks, so we got to set that up, and it'll be here today, gone tomorrow, right? So little mini quote-unquote storyline, right, uh, mm-hmm. to build to that, I guess. Um, and it'll be fine, right? The, the wrestling will be fine. It's not exactly always our cup of tea um that style of wrestling right but i mean we'll enjoy it for what it is and i'm sure they have some of the top of the best doing it so we'll get good stuff out of that but nothing like you know that we're gonna be remembering i think years from now so you know i i enjoyed this for what we got and i was just like all right what's next well the thing that i left with was Hopefully, you know, because as far as I know, Blackpool Combat Club doesn't have a match. None of them have matches. It looks like it might be uh, Brian Danielson, Eddie Kingston, but that's still not official or anything like that. So I thought, well, there's four of the CMLL guys. There's four members of Blackpool Combat Club. Do we do like a blood and guts at Revolution and say, like, we're getting real with this motherfucker? You know what I mean? That would be interesting. But I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, but we keep it moving. Next up, I would up, rather we get the- they like turn this into a 
CMLL versus AEW every year, and then we get that, like, it's a blood and guts match from the four best from CMLL taking on the four best AEW, right, who aren't in title matches at that pay-per-view. But, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, that kind of thing, right? I would maybe prefer that. And maybe we get there. Maybe that's what, this, you know, but. We'll see. Uh, we get a dealer's choice match up next. We get uh, Toa Leona. Is that how you say it? Nailed it. Nailed it. I think you uh, Versus Adam Hangman Page. Hangman. Cowboy shit. And again, good match. Mm-hmm. Hangman wins. I, You know, I, I, I didn't feel at any time Tiona Leona or Toa Leona is going to well, win this thing. So well, here's another right. thing. Pro wrestling in general. Listen up. <laughs> we've done this storyline in almost every pro wrestling federation or organization or whatever you want to call them that's ever existed where at some point in a feud between two individuals we set up all right well you're gonna have a match and i'm gonna have a match but i'm picking your partner and you're picking mine right or that's picked by somebody right like some somebody's directing that for them right uh one of those guys got to lose one of those matches? Has it ever happened in the history of pro wrestling, right? Did did the, like, I mean, I, I'm sure there's some examples, right? But, like, that's what this felt like. It was just kind of like, okay, he's not going to lose. Like, we're not having Hangman lose the Toa, right? I mean, as good as he is, and that guy deserves to be in the meat division, which, which side note, we've been talking about the meat division. Like, maybe let's put that on ROH. It needs something to stand out. Do the, hey. the meat division. They got the pure division, the pure title, mm-hmm. meat division. Would love it. Yeah. It would make you buy the subscription if you saw Powerhouse Hobbs and Brian Cage. Big meaty men slapping meat. Yeah. Um, I So the way that the, you know, I pick your opponent, you pick my opponent. The only two ways that I think it's interesting is if, you know, if it was me and you, right, I cost you the match. So now in the ranking systems, you have a loss. That's one way. Or, or if the uh, purse if money, the, yep. not necessarily, yeah, but in, I'm talking about AEW specifically because they're yeah. doing the rankings, you know, or the competitors that, you know, the, the guy that I picked for you and the guy, the guy that you picked for me has a story of their own. So, for example, if Hangman would have picked Darby for Swerve Strickland, and in that match, the Young Bucks come and cost Darby the match, well, now I'm interested because Darby now has some real fuel to hate the Young Bucks. It's also egg on your face or or Swerve's face or whatever it was, right? Yeah. Yeah, and then Swerve gets the victory, which is needing the outcome of, but it's in a more compelling way than just he beats a mid-carder yeah. like Hangman does here. Yeah, and more so what I mean, it's more egg on, on Hangman's face in that scenario, right? And he's over there like, the fuck, Young Bucks? You know what I mean? Like, he right, can even go exactly. be like, Guys, what the fuck, man? They'll be like, oh, listen, hey, hey, listen, we're conducting business. You're fined $500 for stemming, you know what I mean, for bothering right. us while we're talking to another employee, right? And you can just be yeah. like, God damn it. Yeah, I'll pay it, but this is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can I pay uh, you in beer? Speaking of, yeah, speaking <laughs> of getting fined, we do see Nicholas and Matthew Jackson arrive at the venue in a stretch limousine, and they find a stagehand, and for not addressing them properly, they find birth him certificate five, names. yeah, five hundred dollars, which I don't know. The guy, I don't well, know. Well, <laughs> well, but I don't know how well they're paying at AEW. Yeah. But he didn't seem that upset. That's what I mean. Like that's probably a week's pay for this guy. <laughs> uh, and maybe, maybe, you know, maybe not that much. But listen, uh, 
So I, they lost the mustaches, right? We've turned those into goatees. Good Smart. Um, a little less tongue in cheek, obvious, hitting the McMahon thing on the head, right? A little more just power tripping, mm-hmm. uh, young bucks, and it, that theme continues as we'll talk more. Um, but I like this. Uh, I like where they're going with it. Again, um, you know, just this is easy to hate them, right? And they're leaning into some of that, and and I like where we're going with it mm-hmm. so far. Yeah. Yeah. I'm being a little impatient with them only because March 3rd isn't that far away. I would like for them to start really saying this match is stopped. This is boring. No one wants to see this match. We're cutting it. We're going to do a promo. Get out of the yeah. ring. You yeah. know, they start doing need their to get own them, promo. Yeah, more so clipboards, right? Like, let's have them really like uh, fake headsets and shit, right? And they're like, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. yeah, cut some interviews backstage. Replace mm-hmm. Renee with that dork who uh, Alex Marvez, you know, Cutler. Do some of that. No, just like, have them keep putting Cutler and let's get him back. Yeah, right now. yeah. Cutler does it. Yeah, that would even be a great idea. Yes. Just because, again, March third is, I mean, now essentially a, a month away, and you're still just doing this subtle stage hand that I'll forget about. It's fine. Okay, that's great. But when you only have a month. Get to it. But that's just me being impatient. Uh, what do we get next? Oh, we get some bad news, it looks like, potentially. Uh, mm. We get the United Kingdom coming out, which is already kind of murk. But Undisputed Warlow, Kingdom. Undisputed. What did I call them? <laughs> you said United Kingdom. No, yeah, United Kingdom. United Kingdom's uh, kind of man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we love you, UK yeah, fans. Yeah. yeah. Love you. Hey, Adam Pearson. Great job. Adam Pearson, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, Who's killing it, by the way? Yeah, if you're watching this, dude. You're doing awesome. He's doing, doing awesome, he's killing it. England could improve their food. Anyhow, Wardlow uh, takes on Commander. And could you guys, you know, open the clouds a little bit, get a little sunshine over there? For well, a I mean, that they can't control, Jeez, but this fucking bullshit of wow. uh, fries. Just move the country or something. Yeah. Well, but the fries ain't that good. They keep on fish and chips. Anyhow, Wardlow. Takes on Commander, and it looks like, so Wardlow gets the victory. Again, no shock. But it looks like Wardlow might have a legit knee injury. He goes to powerbomb Commander. Looks like his knee buckles. Now, sometimes that can be a stinger. But the way he automatically took the knee pad down and was limping, not good. Yeah, uh, yeah. We may we may get a pause on the Wardlow, which is not going to be good for the Undisputed Kingdom. They already got a guy. It'd be so funny if they're both out there sending chairs. Both in no, chairs. fucking do it. Hey, then put get Roddy uh, back with the thing. Yeah, <laughs> get them all injured. Yeah, because look, nothing else is going well for this group. So let's what? just shift and have them be fun. Oh, oh, oh. All right, tell me if you like this. I'm well, gonna, I'm gonna... well, first of all, did you catch that uh, the announcer screwed up and called him Mr. Wardlow? <laughs> yeah, why not? Because I think that Mr. Mayhem, right? Yeah, it, that, yeah, she caught it right away. She was like, Mr. Wardlow. <laughs> Mr. Mayhem Wardlow. She didn't even like give any gusto to him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's not the best, but, you know, she tries. Um, all right. I like this idea. Just coming up with it on the fly. Because, again, these matches, not a ton to talk about, so we don't want a 10-minute episode, but we also aren't going to go too long here. Uh, Okay, so Wardlow may be legitimately hurt, right? Uh, Adam Cole is legitimately hurt with an ankle injury. We could say Roddy Strong has the neck injury. 
And then we can do right arm, left arm for the tag team. <laughs> they're both hurt, right? Like one is right, one is left, you know? And so they're all sitting there. But they say they're like a... all this bad luck started when MJF left. And so yes. they're almost like begging him. Back like, on to the yeah. you piece of shit. You better come, come back. back here. You better yeah. come back. Yeah. And they're like, now if they're real hurt, like it's gonna be hard for them to like, you know. But no, maybe but that's the whole angle, you know. But they're like the Power Rangers of injury. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I think that'd yeah, be fun. And the it. whole angle is it all started when they got rid of MJF, so now they realize they need MJF back in AEW. Yeah, maybe so. Well, because yeah, you could get Roddy going and be like Adam, and he could even res- be responding back, like Roddy. <laughs> Love it. Hand me that. I can't. <laughs> yeah, they're all trying to help feed each other. I'd <laughs> <laughs> ah, be fun. Uh, all right, so then we get back into a tired storyline. Uh, good wrestler here, Kyle Fletcher, taking on Chris Jericho. Uh, who's a good wrestler, but man, it's just, again, we've been saying well, this for almost a year and a half, but I took a lot of issue tired. with this in a couple ways. One, first of all, I damn Kyle Fletcher is big. Um, he's a big fella. Um, mm-hmm. and two, like we keep talking about this, right? We're like, he's in the Don Cowles family. He's a big intimidating guy and he's, he's an imposing figure, but he loses to weird chest, flabby gut, 45 year old Chris Jericho, which is okay. If Chris Jericho's cheating to win or doing whatever but like in any sport 40 year old veteran on his way out isn't st- stepping up toe to toe and just out athleticing right <laughs> whatever the word is the 24 year old stud right like it, mm-hmm. we've got to clean some of that up somehow yeah I, I i just don't know how because it's kind of jericho's call <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, doesn't work so, for me, brother. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. And that, I mean, I don't know. It just feels... I, it, yeah. But It's hard to believe anymore, right? Like, again, La Champion worked because he had all this these grunts working for him and doing the dirty work and that kind of thing. And then even uh, the Jericho Appreciation Society, same idea, right? Like, then I buy Jericho getting big wins, right? But yeah, not, but you're also kind of setting a precedent with the Don Callis family where Jericho loses to Sammy Guevara, Jericho loses to Powerhouse Hobbs, Jericho loses to Takeshita, but Jericho beats yeah. Kyle Fletcher. Well, I just so, it, yeah. But now here's the thing <laughs> yeah. that you could potentially do because I think the storyline is done. Fucking get it over with. It's stupid. However, and I don't know the status of real life shit because I don't like to know that. But assuming Kyle Fletcher's partner, the United, what were they called? The Aussie Open or something like that? Aussie Open. Aussie Open. The Don Callis family goes, Kyle Fletcher, you're the fucking weak link. Well, you're out of here. Then his tag partner comes back. Then you could do Powerhouse Hobbs and Takeshita versus Aussie Open. Don Callis says, you know, whatever. Something. You know what I mean? a lot of big meaty men slapping meat. Or you could do Powerhouse Hobbs and and Sammy Guevara and you know any combination on Don Callis. I but still Don Callis can't is believe just... we <sighs> Powerhouse Hobbs, man. We could have had this guy killing it, and I just feel like he he's just lost. The re- yeah, I have no flipping idea why he's not in a mink coat with no shirt and the TNT title. Don Callis. Like, 
perfect. But, like, we don't need these other guys here. Don Callis being manager solely Heyman-esque with, with powerhouse Hobbs, and I think you've got a top-level star ready to go. Yeah. And he's the star. But no one's getting over with Jericho because it's all this – you know, we've said it, the Jericho warp where you're in something for seven months and you kind of then move on, I guess. But I hope they all beat up Jericho. We don't see Jericho until Kenny Omega comes back because I guess we still want to do that Winnipeg Jets or whatever the Golden Jets thing. No, they do. So I know, yeah. then both of them are gone. <laughs> yeah, then both of them are gone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, all right, let's keep it moving. Then I don't know what this was. We get the bang bang scissor gang what was this just hey we have a new thing we want you this, guys to play along this felt like remember when the wolf pack had ran its course and it was just tired old cliches and they all had to do it and it was like nine cliches and, mm, everybody and everything and everything and that's what this felt like it felt like we just came out to be like remember guys we're a thing now we're all happy about that and isn't that neato? And it was like, okay, but why? And what are we yeah, doing? Yeah, the why was missing. Because I think what they were trying to do was establish, okay, we're all going to do this. He's going to say that. His dad's going to do this. So next week, guys, we're going to come back out. We're going to condition you to do this with us. Okay. But someone needed to come out and be like, I don't like you guys or something. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I, um... Yeah, I think we're maybe we're just trying to set up some of this, like you said. So we're we're muscle memory, right? Doing the uh, Pavlovian dog response here, and I think we're gonna get this. I think we're going to a unification somehow of these trios. I don't think we're gonna have an AEW trios and an ROH trios anymore. I think it's too many. I think we may be working towards that, perhaps. That's that's a good working theory. I wouldn't hate it. Again, I just think. That's one of those I think you could have go across both brands, right? We all, it's no hidden secret, right? They announced it that like Tony Khan owns them both. I think you could have things like your meat division or your pure division or whatever kind of go across both brands because they're not like the main champion, right? I mm-hmm. think there's no reason you couldn't do that, right? So for a while, an AEW star has it, right? But then, you know, when we need it oh. kind of more over here in ROH, yeah. we're going to feature it over there. I think if you're going to do that, this is the perfect type of match that would get me to buy the pay-per-view. Right. If you say Ring of Honor has their next pay-per-view, the main event is a unification between the acclaimed and the bullet or whatever the fucking called. Yeah, whatever the, the bang bang gang. Gold, the gang bang. bang, bang. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Come up with some. I know you said this last week, brother. I just they ain't it, man. They are yeah. not it. For me. For me. Again, yeah. wrestling's big enough. Look, I'm wearing it. Everybody loves the acclaimed shirt. You know where my fucking allegiance lies. But I get you know what it is side quest it's the fucking nerd who raps that one with the John Wayne tattoo I hate him he is my new Matt Jackson I want to I also want to punch the tall one because he legitimately said fuck you to me at a show and so I want to hurt him you know who that was for me um uh back in the day in the attitude era days like pre JBL Bradshaw right like Mm -hmm. like uh, like right after Justin Hawk Bradshaw into just yeah. like this nothing Bradshaw. Like yeah. I was like, like, you can't get this guy off my TV fast enough. 
And then fast forward into who he is as like a real person. He, this, I could probably mm-hmm. still say the same thing, but like just, you know. The, uh, just the, the tiptoes. Put your the, little fat, chubby, redneck hands together. That was a good line. I'll give him that. Yeah. Oh, hey, actually, we got some uh, comments here from Andrew. We haven't got uh, some chats. We need to bring, yeah. Yeah, let's pick this up. Uh, I'll just pick it up kind of where the last batch started. Hardy heel turn incoming. Sure. That'd be cool, I guess. What do you think about that? If there's a reason, right, if 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 Jeff starts doing these things and he starts getting pissed off and let's say Matt's even like, dude, what are you doing? Like, I can't be a part of this or whatever, right? We get rogue Jeff Hardy on some mission of like, no, I'm not getting – I'm not getting my flowers I deserve. I'm getting my respect, right? And he's sort of snapping a little bit maybe and taking out some folks or something. But, like, I I would want to have a reason for that and then, like, who benefits on the backside of it. Because, again, like, we're – Jeff Hardy's premiere days are behind him, right? So he's – you know what I mean? Like, so that storyline's got to – I feel like you got to use it for something. So it might be more to set up who maybe finally puts Jeff Hardy down in his evil ways, right? I would build it around that maybe. That might – yeah. I mean – Kind of like Jericho, the Hardys have also done every single thing in my book. So it's like, all right, but the only Uh, thing I would caution against it is because Jeff Hardy's going to make it weird, right? He's going to paint his face all dark, weird stuff, and it's just going to go over the top. It's not going to be like seriously, be like, no. Like, in in fact, I wouldn't hate a. I'm not wearing this paint anymore, Jeff Hardy, right? Like a, I need this bullshit, right? Like I'm just going to come bring shit to you, you know what I mean, and show you I'm one of the best to ever do it, right? God damn it, Tim. Mm. He's bringing back Willow. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> oh, yep. no. That I didn't even fathom that as an idea. Willow! It's my alter ego. Willow! Oh, oh so when I said take the face paint off, you realize, no, he's going to go the other way. And he's going to go, Willow! And I'm going to vomit. All over this oh, microphone. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, send no that to ROH too. To <laughs> yeah, but no one's going to stand up to him because he's yeah. Jeff Hardy. Oh, it's the <sighs> fucking worst. The fucking worst. Yeah, like an We're umbrella and shit. And fucking, oh my God. Do you still have that sound bite? Don't get it. Uh, I don't nah, want to I don't. <laughs> not loaded. I have it, but it's not loaded. No, 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 no. <laughs> Ah, oh, son of a bitch. All right. That's what's going to happen. Hate that. Uh, what do we got here? Uh, oh, did you read the last one from Andrew? I really hope that uh, when Osprey comes over, he pulls Fletcher out of the Don mm, Callis no, family. So. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm going to wait and see on Osprey because I understand he has the most five-star matches from Dave Meltzer, who's the authority on good matches. Whatever. Cool. And like I said, again, Wrestling's big enough. You can love Will Ospreay. I can love Bruiser Brody, and we're fine. It's all fine. But I need Ospreay to cut some promos and get me built into this character. I am just not a person who your matches make me love you. I I need more. Unless you're the, I'm going to just destroy, right? Like, that can be kind of cool. Taz did that to a certain extent. You know what I mean? But, yeah. So, Ospreay, I don't, again know anything about him besides the small amount of things he's done in AEW and some clips that i've seen um but as far as a character wait and see we'll see what happens yeah yeah. Uh, speaking of characters though in our next matchup we got diana perrazzo the virtuoso Mm -hmm. taking on taya valkyrie who fun fact 
pisses my wife off every single time she's on TV. Fucking hates her. My wife, we were going to do a thing. Let's peek behind the curtain real quick. We were going to do a thing where it was tepid takes. And my wife was just going to do like a, I think Chris Jericho should maybe slow it down. Right? Like just mm-hmm. nothing, you know? Because yeah. she, I forced her to watch it, right? She reads a book while AEW's on and all of that. But, and so she she loves Eddie Kingston, you know? But she hates Taya Valkyrie. She, so this is what she says almost every time. And she's not going to listen, so it's fine. Almost every time she goes, so she has a Mexican nickname. She's a dancer, but she's also a Valkyrie. So what is she? And then, and then also she now makes out with her husband. So like, she's a sex fiend. And I go, love, I don't know what the fuck she is. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, yep. I don't know. You know, uh, look at that. Andrew says, tepid take sounds great. I know we need to get some more. It's hard because she, she doesn't like being mean. I like being mean. It's fun. It fuels me, but she's, she's the good one in the, in the, in the marriage. So we'll see. But maybe, but she hates Ty Valkyrie. So that's what I was going to say. So she takes on uh, Diana Perrazzo with Tony Storm on commentary. And Tim, we have already got Nuru massages. Learned what that was, right? <laughs> yeah. And then Andrew, great take. Andrew says Ty Valkyrie's gimmick is choose your own adventure. That's perfect, actually. Because <laughs> yeah, whatever the fuck it is this time. What? Well, but I think it might be better than. Hello. God damn it, Tim! You did it. I fucking. Hello. <laughs> That's the quick, good. speedy production work you can expect from a professional, Tom. Hello. <laughs> I... That takes me to the worst part of this whole 11 years that we've done this <laughs> hey yeah, andrew you don't know what this is <laughs> jump on board because it's about to get fucking weird Hello? <laughs> oh my god hey that's okay. jeff hardy jeff hardy yes. i mean i hope we don't see that back but if we do we'll at least have Hello? for the show and that's his voice by the way <laughs> yeah. if anyone did not know that that is him saying that we did not alter that or anything we took it from no him. i took it from a video yeah i mean yeah with you know with paying all rights and royalties of course right of course obviously <clears throat> yeah. uh but no what i was gonna say is so uh tony storm let's get back on track here tony storm on commentary last week yeah. i learned what a new room massage was tonight yeah. how says, many did you sign up for <laughs> did you get an annual well, tonight <laughs> tonight she says Oh, I'm so happy to be here in New Orleans. I was greeted with a gift of beads, but it wasn't for my neck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that line. She's got so many good lines that I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> the other one. So that's what a great did she one. say about um <laughs> so about Shivani? <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. You've changed the but when uh Yeah, when but she, she got, had a line and I forget what it was, but she yeah. said something I was like, Jesus Christ. But then when she got knocked out of her yeah, she has lines. We could do a whole podcast on just her one liners. But then when she got knocked out of her seat and then she came back and she she, she says, Someone pissed in my seat. Yeah. <laughs> She's the best. 
She is one of my favorites in wrestling, period, of, of everything right now is Tony Storm. <laughs> Love it. I don't care what Tony Storm so much. Just an icy. It's not that funny, but it is. Oh, it. <laughs> I'm having a blast right now. Oh my god. Oh my god. All right, and then. Well, so- <laughs> that got me back on track now i'm mad yeah. again damn it yeah um, no so uh then we get uh so we get uh diana Prazo winning the match right and what'd you think of that did diana Prazo wins kind of keeping off yeah track. well you know because we had that they did a whole video where she explained her tattoos and how that one didn't even really mean anything so like i don't <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, winning the match, fine, you know, because this is what we're setting up. And I hope I wasn't expecting Taya Valkyrie to be, you know, getting a big victory here, unless it was one of those where Tony Storm cost her the match. But yeah, no, that's fine. I did, I, I forgot to have that in my rundown, but I did kind of like that where she says, Look, I've got all these tattoos, but then I've got this duck and it meant nothing. But then it started <laughs> to because it meant right. me and Tony Storm. So that's the one thing where she she had an opportunity and maybe it was cut for time, but. The opportunity was there, I think, where she could have won this match and then said, hey, Tony, what's the tattoo mean to you? Like, really break, make her break character. Because she even was like, uh, you want to uh, you, you want to throw down? You know, she was doing all the, like the mm-hmm. 1920 stuff. Make her break character and be like, tell me. Like, I don't know what Tony Storm's real name is. If it's something different, say that. You know what I mean? Like, Jessica, I'm making that up. Jessica. Anthony. <laughs> yeah. But like... What tell me that? Tell me what the duck means to you. And then make her go like, Oh, you really want to know? Ooh, this is how you could do it for a, just a moment in time. Ooh, here's a pen moment. So everything's black and white, right? Right? But you get her, Diana Prazo, to cut a promo in the ring after this match and say, you know, what's what's that tattoo mean to you? Because I told you what it means to me. And then Tony Storm gets in the ring. Now the audience wouldn't really see this moment. But then you take the black and white off and she goes, you want to know what it means to me? And she says all the things, all the things, all the things. And then Luther kind of like taps her on the shoulder and then she gets right back into it. We go back to black and white and then she never like acts on it again. That would be something interesting where you could just, there she really is. And then right back to, oh, someone pissed in my seat. Yeah. Love it. (laughs) Yeah. No, I like that idea. I like it. Ah, that's the fucking best. Um, also, it was announced tonight. This was in my notes here. Uh, next week, Tony Storm, or excuse me, Tony Khan has a big announcement. So let's uh, do a fun little guessing game. Tim, what's the big announcement? I've seen a lot of people float the idea that it's a, like the Mac streaming deal, which, you know, I suppose that could be it. Yeah. I, I f- If it's... I could be something like a women's continental classic, right? I think I saw that idea floated. I, if it's, that's the two feelings I get, right? It's either the streaming deal or it's something like we're announcing a new thing, right? A new thing kind of like that. Right. But I would think I'm hoping it's something women based, right? They're going to do something to kind of feature them. 
Yes, I, that's my. So if I were to rank them, right, my my desire would be I want it to be a streaming deal. That's number one. I want it to be to where I can go back and watch Blood and Guts, where I can watch you know some of the other classic matches that uh, have been on just AEW Dynamite. I'm not even asking for the pay per views. If you want to say like pay per views excluded, this is just Dynamite's catalog. I'm still fucking cool with that, right? That would be first. Second would be something that sparks the women's division a continental classic with a surprise entrance mercedes monet right i don't want that but that's all right we're right it would be a big splash i think it's also going to be a big splash but i don't think it's any of that what i would bet money on is it's the rainmaker okada it's the okada, okada signs with aw that's what i'm guessing it is which is fine he's cool don't know really much about him besides he does this and he has an awesome drop kick yeah but, but that feels like it. one where you can make that announcement uh, if mercedes monet is coming to aew i don't feel like that they, where they're just going to do like oh we sign her here she is she'll do one of those like lights go out music comes on she's standing there with her you know fucking word mm. rings and whatever <laughs> all mm. that jazz and she has different colored hair oh. this time if at the pay-per-view God, that would be awesome. If at the pay-per-view, uh, Tony Storm beats Deanna Perrazzo because Britt Baker cost her the match, right? Then you could do Britt Baker, Deanna Perrazzo because they're already best friends in real life. So just do that, right? So you lose, but you get something going on. And the lights go out. Lights come back on. Mercedes Monet does her whole thing. And then you just have Tony Storm go, Wendy Richter? And it's just like, <laughs> Wendy Richter? Doesn't realize that Mercedes Monet is like, threatening her she still thinks that yeah, yeah. going out means a yeah she's richter even asked her she's like have you seen windy richter <laughs> <laughs> did she send uh, you here <laughs> yeah did you say well yeah what does she have to say to you what did she say to you yeah just keeps yeah looks around that'd be great uh all right let's get uh, back into aw dynamite we'll go backstage uh, uh we got renee paquette she says darby tell us why you love matthew and nicholas and Darby's like, what the fuck? Yeah, that and was then weird. Here, yeah. <laughs> and then Matthew and Nicholas, with their headset on, walks in and was like, hey, yeah. It's a t- tell us why. Tell like, us. Hey. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and you're an original, remember? Like, this is cool. So why? And this is the first Oh, he time said, he's like, because we're featuring guys like us. Young. Uh, you know, he's like, hot. <laughs> yeah. But this was the first time that I can recall where they start to really shit on Sting, where they're like, you know, he's old, he's taking money from you. They've usually just been respectful and said the thought yeah. of Sting is what we're getting rid of. Now they're saying, like, no, Sting sucks. So what did you think of the promo? Again, better, right? Easier to hate him, right? Like, we don't. I don't need to hear the reverence that you have, right, as a villain for the, the guy going out. Like, just fucking shit on him, right? This is, this is spoiler made up uh you know what i mean like shit on him a little bit um so i like that right I, that was one of the highlights for me was basically there she was like tell me why you like the young bucks and he was like what the fuck <laughs> yeah. like, what what yeah, yeah. he's like excuse me because that one threw me for a loop i was like did she just fucking ask him that <laughs> which credit to the young bucks like you deserve a raise way to ask that yeah. question you know yeah. she's like yeah cool you fucking ham <laughs> yeah so Darby doesn't answer. He just says he's focused on winning the world titles earlier in the night. We got a sit down interview, I guess in a gym 
I didn't know why they were just sitting in a high in like school, a high school basketball gym. arena. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, that was felt weird. Um, yeah, and they just did their oh, we're gonna beat you. Well, you stink. Okay, cool. All right. Um, well, and, and hold then, on. So they okay. say no physicality, right? But I'm sorry, throwing water in somebody's face—that's not physicality. <laughs> like I don't understand nope. what that. Yeah, okay. Water isn't physical. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't hold up in court, right? You can just you can just go around and throw water on people and not get any assault charges ever. I wouldn't <laughs> ever. think so. No harassment or nothing. nothing. Nope, 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 <laughs> nope, nope. That's not how it works. Uh, nope. Not can you all. get a battery hey. charge for throwing water on somebody? That'd be interesting. I need to look that up. Yeah, go look it up. Yeah. Hey, let's get to the main event. We get well. There's waterboarding. That's not a crime. Where is that? Nah, it's not. No, it's not. Bush said it was. fine. It's totally fine. Yeah. Cheney and Bush said it's totally <laughs> yeah. cool. Uh, all right, we get to the main event, and Swerve Strickland's like, all right, who am I facing here? All right, he comes out. No Prince Donna, which was a little nope. sad, but he's yeah. selling that injury because he went through a table, so I get it. Um, and Swerve's standing out there, and then we hear Pantera walk, and here comes RVD. Uh, I felt so, young again. Yeah, I felt like yeah. I wanted to fucking just yell that I'm so mad that I'm in middle class. Um, yeah. I, I just I was so really full of y'all. I wanted to fuck and I wanted to fight and I didn't know which yeah. first. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Robbie some days I still out. feel like that. Really, I mean, I brother, it is a roller coaster of emotions over here. Um, <laughs> but he, but Rob Van Dam's in the ring, Swerve's in the ring, and then Hangman does a promo. He goes, "Hey, you idiot! You forgot to read the the contract because we could pick our opponents, but we could also pick the match. So it's a hardcore <laughs> match, you dumb shit." I love this. And then RVD <laughs> throws right a chair right into Swerve's face. What did you think of the whole start? Uh, of this? I love that. I love the side spoiler of that. Like, oh yeah, hey. What you didn't realize, and fun fact, you already picked my opponent and I already wrestled beat him. Is like, you could have also picked a stipulation, <laughs> numb nuts. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, God damn it. <laughs> Love that. Uh, real quick before we continue with this to, to go back, Andrew Openshaw said uh, they were at the high school gym because Darby was in the middle of a skate session outside. <laughs> that wasn't really it, was it? Oh, I'm sure it was. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's not. That's... Yeah, he probably had to do some, you know, some TikTok videos. And... <laughs> Tony Hawk wanted me to do an ollie. He wanted to see my ollie. I don't know what that means, but I've heard it. Um, oh, and then he also says his desires for this big announcement. One would be a streaming deal. Yeah. Two, Continental or women's Continental Classic. Three, future Dynamite at Boston Garden. Mercedes Monet debut. The third one I would not want because... It never goes over well when the city you're in, you're talking about another city, regardless of whatever the city is, right? Say yeah. you're in Boise, Idaho, and you're like, hey, everyone, next week, we're in Chicago. They're like, fuck you. Like, fuck Chicago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're here. Be, do something here, you know? So, uh, yeah. And Andrew, really are, you, are you, do you live in Boston, Andrew? Is that really what you... Well, no, because she's from Boston. You <laughs> yeah, know what okay, I mean? Right. So, yeah. But, I mean, are you from Boston? That'd be are cool. Are you enough. from Boston? Uh, from Boston? <laughs> the streaming deal, I, yeah. The streaming deal is what I think everyone would be like, fuck yeah. 
everything else would be cool depending on really what it was yeah um all right so yeah this main event swerve strickland rvd rvd uh going out there doing flips and shits and you know all the fun all the moves. flips and shits interesting and again you know we got a little hardcore ish in you know into the match right. you know you know, we got, right, a little, yeah. got a little rough uh like this um this is a great way to use an rvd right come in and Perfect. just be a little like surprise now get a roundhouse to the face mm-hmm. and then we move on now we did move on swerve strickland gets the victory with the double stop but then hangman comes out it's that time again cowboy shit and hangman says the rankings come out later tonight, which maybe we'll find, but probably not. Um, and he goes, and me and you are going to be at the top. So, like, I know you want that championship, but you're never going to get it. And Swerve says, I beat you twice, asshole. I beat you twice. Fucking cut the shit and beat you twice. And then Hangman goes, but did you? But did you? Because your but fucking group you. over there mm-hmm. has always been a part of it. So... You really can't beat me, and you can't even lace up my boots. That makes Swerve just lose his shit. Swerve goes, you son of a bitch. All right, fine, I'll give you what you want. But after I beat you, I'm moving on, going after the champion. Smojo was on commentary. Did you catch that he just, like, smirked and snorted, like, as soon as he said it? He was like, then I'm going after that World Heavyweight Championship, and he's like... Joe was Joe was great. Uh, Andrew says Joe on commentary was great too. Putting RVD over throughout uh was a nice touch. Yeah, he was telling about how RVD's kicks will knock your teeth out, all of those things. And Samoa Joe, obviously, he was doing commentary towards the end of his WWE run. He knows how to do this really well. Yeah, and tonight he did a fantastic uh, job as well. Because we're doing the show tonight, right? Like right after Dynamite, and so the next day I didn't have a chance, but what hangman said when he entered the ring after uh swerve's victory was congratulations you evil bastard and i'm going to steal that as a clip that we'll use again yeah. and i was just like i love this hangman getting angry about stuff yeah well he seems to have a uh a new fun one-liner each week because last week it was like new year new me- or yeah. new, me, new year dumbass yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah this whole like beat you yeah, this whole hangman don't give a fuck kind of attitude. I'm loving. Yeah. I'm loving. Yeah. Um, Can't drink it but- here. What the fuck's that about? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just get out of my way. I'm here to fuck shit up. <laughs> so uh, next week, the big announcement here is next week, we get Swerve versus Hangman one-on-one. Ooh. The winner takes on Joe at Revolution. So, Tim, what do you think? Man, my initial thought process was we'll probably get Swerve over this time and let him get his title shot, but then we'd be saying he beat Hangman three times, and I don't know that we can do that, can we? So I don't know. I wonder. I think we may get the three-way still. I think we're going to get some sort of schmoz finish. They they can't finish because they're just beating each other to death, and the referee can't make sense of it or whatever it is, right? And there is a no finish, right? Or they're both laying there dead and can't answer the 10 count or something, right? Something like that. Yeah, I feel like it's going to be some way. Yeah, your motherfucking group still got involved. Something like that. Andrew Openshaw, he says that we haven't had a time limit draw in a while. Dot, 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 dot. And that's probably exactly it. Probably hit it. Nailed it. So, 
Something to that. Yep, definitely. <laughs> hey, before we wrap up here and don't want to dive too deep into it, but I think this is fun since it is the debut of the rankings. I have the rankings pulled up from AEW. You want to hear oh, it? Oh, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. All right. So the world champion, I'll go through the men's titles, the women's titles, and then the multi-man titles uh, in AEW. So your men's champion, world champion, Samoa Joe, TNT champion, Christian Cage, international champion orange cassidy continental crown champion eddie kingston that's a thing yeah the contenders here it is for what it doesn't say it's I just think you, i think you could just pick what you want i think is what they say yeah. <laughs> like i think it's yeah so your contenders your number one contender is swerve strickland swerve okay put in number one. two number two hangman hey, adam page Number three. Hello. God damn it. <laughs> it's not Willow. No. <laughs> Number. <laughs> <Don't do it. laughs> All right. <I> <laughs> Number three is Adam yeah. Copeland. Oh, okay. Mr. Copeland. Yeah. Number four, John Moxley. Okay. And then number sense. number five, Roderick Strong. Okay. <laughs> well, I think they want Roderick Strong to be number five so that it makes sense for him to challenge the international champion, Orange Cassidy. I get that, I guess, right? Uh, all right, let's let's move over to the women. Uh, your women's world champion, Timeless Tony Storm, and your TBS champion, Julia Hart. The number yep. one contender, Deanna Perrazzo. Okay. Number two, Thunder Rosa. Mm-hmm. She's like two matches since she's been back. Okay. Uh, number right. three, Hikaru Shida. Okay. Okay. Number four, Sky Blue. Mm. And this is silly, but number five, Mariah May why what about the better Hello? what about chris statlander yeah i don't i don't yep here we go now let's go to the tag team champs they are ricky starks and big Bill. they are mm-hmm. contenders number one contender sting and darby allen of course because you know all those tag team you know they are undefeated yeah, well, yeah they, they are. are undefeated you know they so are I, Number two is a shocker. I'm not kidding you. This is a legit shocker. I wouldn't have, if you gave me a hundred guesses, I wouldn't have said they're number two. Okay. You want to give it a shot? It's a legit shocker. I'm not like joking and be like, oh, you didn't see the young yeah, bucks. You know, it's not the young I'm bucks. I'm trying but. to think of who. No, I don't got it. What, what is it? John Silver and Alex Reynolds. No. Why? <laughs> okay. All right. Bye. Hey, I like those guys. I love them, but yeah. number two, don't know why. Number three makes no sense to me. Brian Danielson and Claudio Castanoli. Have they been at the tag team? Yeah, <laughs> once, you know, once on collision, but I don't know. Number four, private party. Yeah, like what they're doing right now. And this shows you the lack of depth in the tag team division. Number five, Trent Beretta 
and Orange Cassidy. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't have brought the rankings back. <laughs> but just that just remember how deep of a division this was? And also, no offense to Orange Cassidy and Trent Beretta or John Silver and Alex Reynolds, uh, but just instantly looking at it, no FTR? No FTR. Okay. All right, now we got the trios champions. It is the acclaimed and daddy ass, Billy Gunn. Number one contenders, pretty interesting here. Bullet Club Gold. Number two, don't fucking get it. Never seen them, but I guess they're number two. It's the Hardys and Mark Briscoe. That happened? Did it happen? I, I don't know. Number three, Dark Order. Okay. Number four, FTR and Daniel Garcia. Jeez. What? (laughs) Okay. And then number five, House of Black, which let's, let's just take a step back. The FTR, Daniel Garcia versus House of Black cage match on Saturday night was fucking sure. rad. 100 yeah. percent but one apparently means you're the four that means there's no depth again one win and you're number four you're not even the worst because <laughs> this is when you can steal from roh you could put dalton castle and the boys in here you know what i mean what about the gates of agony who were the trios That's what I mean. champions yeah things like trios things like offshoot titles like your continental class i would i would Make those cross the two and then use them where they're needed mm-hmm. based on the storylines and what you've got going on. Yeah, I this to me, just frankly speaking, felt like it wasn't thought out that well. It felt like the men's was right. The top five for the men Swerve, Hangman, Adam Copeland, John Moxley, and then because he's going for the international champion, Roderick Strong. Yeah, all that felt okay. Andrew brought up, it, was, it was Hardys and Briscoe wrestled on Rampage. I do remember that. But again, one match. <laughs> like it's yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, this this speaks to me that we need to really do some rehabbing to the tag division. Because remember when it was Santana and Ortiz, we said that it was the best tag di- division in the world because you had Santana and Ortiz, uh, the best friends, the Young Bucks, FTR, Hangman and Kenny Omega. Like, it was the shit. Not now. Not now. Not now. I mean, Jesus Christ, guys. These fucking dumb shits. I could do, I can do this better right fucking now. Take out John Silver and Alex Reynolds as number two. Move up Brian Danielson and Claudio because, I mean, that's just a better name, right? But then fucking put in Powerhouse Hobbs and Takeshita. Don Callis family not represented anywhere? Come the fuck on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, man. Yeah. Got a good point. You got a good point. They they have so much fucking juice there, and they just don't know how to squeeze it. You know what I mean? They just don't know how to squeeze the juice. It's there. Yeah, we can give you detailed tips on how to squeeze the juice. I mean, we've got make some tutorial videos. We'll give you gifts of beads. The same kind Tony Storm got. Yeah, you got one guy who goes by the name Freshly Squeezed. Ask him. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Ask him. Care. Again, 
an abundance of talent not used great. Where's Miro? Miro beat Andrade. Where's he at? Nowhere. Sent him away even. Yeah. Well, good. Did he yeah. did he debut or something? I think of the rumble. I think so, yeah. Fucking neat. At the rumble. You know what he didn't do? Win it. <laughs> you know what he didn't do? Uh, Make an impact. I didn't even know. I was just guessing. Yep. Yep. Was the rumble good? Probably not. I don't know. Probably not. I don't know. Has it has it been good? No. <laughs> well, all right. Let's not leave on that sour note. Let's no, say thanks but to the all rankings. of our yeah. Oh yeah. Here's right. what I'll say. If you're listening on the podcast, joining in the chat, uh, send us what you think the rankings should be. Put your top five of whatever it may be, right? It could be the men's, women's tag or trios. What's your top five for those? If you disagree with the top five that AEW has, that's a good talking. That's point. a good one. Yeah. Send us some stuff and then uh, we will, maybe we'll read them right here on the next week. Yeah. Each week you could say who you think your your top fives are. That's the thing that you could always talk to us about. You could talk to us about anything you want to because we need some friends. You need some friends. I know you do because you're a wrestling fan. So become friends with us and we'll talk more pro wrestling. We'll talk all elite wrestling. We'll definitely talk about Hello. and we'll talk about whatever you want to talk about right here next week on the all elite wrap up. <laughs>